0: Welcome back to another episode where we discuss about the unconscious. On this episode, we talk about Sigmund Freud and his work about the unconscious mind. We talk about what kind of memories and thoughts that are stored in the unconscious and what what is content from the unconscious mind reveals themselves. We also talk about therapies offered to uncover what is there in the unconscious and a lot more. I learned a lot from this episode, a lot that I didn't already know from my theory books and I feel... If you're listening to this episode, you will as well. It's with my guru and mentor, Ms. Shroff. So let's get right into the episode. Two, one. So on today's episode, we talk about the unconscious. The unconscious mind was mainly researched by Sigmund Freud. Miss, can you please give our listeners an overview of his, of his theories and work which focused on the okay, unconscious
1: so, mind? So uh, I think the core of Sigmund Freud's theory was the unconscious mind. Uh, There were a lot of philosophers, a lot of thinkers before Sigmund Freud also who did talk about the unconscious, but I think it was popularized by uh, Sigmund Freud. So uh, what Sigmund Freud basically spoke about was that uh, our mind is divided into three parts. So you have the conscious, you have the pre-conscious and you have the unconscious. So the conscious is that part of your mind that... uh, whatever you're aware of at the current moment. So you listening to me right now, the discussion that we're having, so that is your conscious mind. Then he spoke about the pre-conscious. So he believed that whatever is under, uh, just under conscious awareness uh, can be brought, something that can be brought into conscious awareness is something that belongs to the pre-conscious. So if I ask you, uh, you know, what, what did you do? What did you do on your 18th birthday? You'll be able to bring it out and talk to me about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was what he thought, you know, your memories, any sort of knowledge that you gained was a part of the pre-conscious. Then came the unconscious. So Freud believed that the unconscious is uh, that part of the mind that is the most mysterious uh, one. And uh, it has all your basic feelings, desires, motives, anything that's very threatening if brought to the conscious awareness is a suppressed, it's a repressed into the unconscious. And he believed that this, uh, whatever exists in the unconscious plays a very important role in behavior. It plays a very important role in our personality. And uh, uh, you know, he felt that uncovering whatever is there in the unconscious will play a very important role in healing people, dealing with issues, uh, you know, dealing with problems. So That was one part of uh, his theory. Another very connected part that also talks about the unconscious is his division of personality. He felt like we as humans consist of three parts. So there's the id, ego, and superego. So the id is, you know, something that we are born with our uh, basic, uh, you know, needs, desires, motives. Uh, We want to fulfill them irrespective of the consequences. So it's very, very predominant as we are born. Then as we grow up, you know, you have the ego that comes into being. So that's the reality principle. It gives the id reality checks. So that, okay, some of your needs are going to be fulfilled. Some of your needs are not going to be fulfilled. And this id is basically something that exists primarily into your unconscious. Unconscious is that, you know, that uh, the the unseen part of an iceberg. The metaphor that he placed was uh, an iceberg, something that cannot be seen. Is deep within the ocean, you know, something that's not accessible. So the aid coincides with your unconscious. And he also spoke about uh, the ego. Like I told you, you know, it will, it will fulfill some desires of the aid, it will delay the desires of the aid, looking at the consequences. And then you have the superego. The superego is that part of personality that will look into the morality aspects what is morally correct? What does a society accept? What does a society not accept? Okay, so that's your morality principle. So the reason why I spoke about the id ego superego is because of the id that exists into your, um, you know, your unconscious. Another very interesting thing that uh, Freud spoke about about the id is uh, it also has your eros and thanatos. Okay, your uh, life instinct and your death instinct. Anything that you use for survival, you know, be love or uh, you know, anything, that is uh, what exists in Eros. And you also have thanatos, which is your death instinct. Uh, anything that you do for, you know, um, um, a- anything, anything that's negatively related, aggression or anything that's a part of your thanatos. And something very interesting that one of my ex-students had pointed out was, that Thanos from uh, the Marvel uh, series uh, was named after this death instinct that is Thanatos.
2: So uh, yeah, that was another thing. Yeah. Yeah, So that was about Freud. So miss, what kind of memories and thoughts are stored in the unconscious?
1: So Tanisha, um, when we talk about the unconscious, it could be anything. Uh, It could be any childhood memory that you've had that is, you know, any sort of abuse, um, anything that you thought was too, too uh, threatening to be brought into the conscious awareness is repressed. It's a defense mechanism that people use when you repress those threatening memories, those threatening thoughts. And Freud was, uh, you know, he was obsessed with sexual and aggressive uh, thoughts and feelings or memories. So he felt that anything, you know, when you've had like feelings of hatred towards a parent that is obviously that is something that you know you cannot bring into conscious awareness because it's not right or any Mm -hmm. sort of an abuse you faced any 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 uh, sexual abuse uh, you know an experience of rape anything that's too too uh, anxiety provoking would be repressed deep within the unconscious.
0: Miss, in what ways do the contents from our unconscious mind reveal themselves? So
1: more than revealing, uh, there is a rigorous therapeutic uh, kind of a way to access things that are in your unconscious. So uh, if a person uses a very uh, Freudian kind of a therapeutic uh, orientation, uh, there are different ways. So it could be through free association. So a typical Freudian setting would be a therapist uh, who's not facing the client, uh, not the client, sorry, he called them patients at that time. And they would lie down on the couch and uh, both of them would not see each other. And uh, uh, Freud would encourage uh, the, the patients to talk about anything and everything that came into their head. Okay? So it was also known as chimney sweeping or it was known as uh, talking therapy, pre-association. Just talk about whatever comes to your head uncensored, Uh, not bothered about the consequences that it would have. Uh, Just talk about it and, um, you know, a lot of aspects would be revealed through that. So one was free association. Um, Also what Freud spoke about was Freudian slips. slips. So what Freud spoke about was that a lot of times we tend to have these slips of tongue and we feel that they're, you know, a mistake. We said something bad. but Freud believed that those slips of tongue actually reveal some inner motive and inner desire. So if you hate someone, there will be something, you'll have a slip of tongue that will very indirectly reveal to you that you know this person hates someone. So slips of tongue was one thing. Um, Freud also spoke about dream analysis, which was very interesting. So he believed that dreams are like the royal road to the unconscious. And through dreams, a lot can be revealed about a person. And uh, Freud actually sat, you know, after his therapy sessions, he actually uh, slept on the couch, the same couch that his uh, patients slept on, and uh, he would analyze his own dreams. He would sit and analyze different, different uh, dreams of his, and uh, he truly believed that dreams are uh, one aspect of wish fulfillment. So a lot of lot of wishes that people have tend to be fulfilled through dreams. So a lot of things that are there in their unconscious any wishes desires these tend to be fulfilled through dreams so yeah dream and is, is another one
0: right okay right okay before thanks for you move on i have an, a question so okay. i have a kind of a situation here you can it's it's uh, opinion based huh? answer you can choose to answer it if you want to um say there is a huh? boy a a boy or girl a And he or she has had some traumatic experience and they've repressed it, okay? Pushed it into Mm. the unconscious because they know if they think about it, it's going Mm. to affect the way they live. It's going to demotivate them. Do you think that's healthy or unhealthy? Because I would say that's healthy because it's, you know, helping him Mm. or her Mm. function properly by not thinking about it. But according to Mm. theory, it's unhealthy because, you know, repression is not. So, what's your So, Aman, according to, I mean, that's
1: the core of freudian therapy or psycho- psychotherapy uh, from the freudian perspective that uh, because something has been uh, buried so deep into the unconscious you've repressed those memories you've repressed whatever had happened it is in some way influencing your behavior or it is in some way showing up in as symptoms so if you look at it from a purely freudian perspective you know even how did he come up with uh, you know uncovering the unconscious was when he was practicing in the victorian age he noticed that a lot of females were showing these very different kinds of symptoms uh you know or somatic symptoms that had no no cause as such very weird kind of symptoms and when he tried to figure it out he realized that you know they had suppressed all these sexual desires you know where women were not supposed to have uh multiple partners or anything you know they took still very loyal to their husbands Whereas a husbands could have like mistresses or anything. Hmm. So these um, these feelings or these desires were repressed deep within, which showed up in some way or the other. So Freud believed the same thing that you know the more you repress these things, it's going to show up in some way or the other, maybe your behavior, your attitude towards relationships. Suppose if you've been uh, you know abused when uh, you were little. As you grow up, it is definitely going to affect your uh, your perspective towards relationships. You would want to, you know, be away from them. You won't be able to place and pinpoint that, okay, this would be the reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the reason would very unconsciously, very subtly, very indirectly try to influence your attitude towards relationships as you grow up. You know, something like that. So that's why people seek therapy. Right. And that's how, you know, whatever so, is in yeah. the unconscious is sort of... Uh, uh, you know, uh, revealed to them.
0: So, so according to you, definitely. I mean, that is because it.
2: it
1: would lead to a lot of problems. It would lead to problematic behaviors so,
2: that
0: way. Right, Tanisha. I I agree Tansha, it's, you because you because it's going you to said?
2: surface in some way anyway. So you rather just have it surface mm. in a healthy way and deal with it.
0: Okay, but I mean, according to, I, feel, yeah. I feel like there are people out there who are not comfortable talking about it.
2: I mean, not being
0: um, you know, yeah. To,
1: Definitely True not being comfortable by something Natural. is a different thing. I mean, no one yeah. would be comfortable talking about, uh, you know, uh, okay, yeah. I was raped or I was sexually abused or whatever. But yeah. uh, making mm-hmm. the client realize that, okay, you know, mm-hmm. that may be yeah, a reason why it's affecting your present and may also affect your future
2: would probably make that change.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next
2: question. Thanks. So, do you believe that the bizarre hmm. elements of our dreams symbolize our unconscious thoughts? And can you talk about some common dreams that we see and what they mean in real life?
1: Hmm. So, um, you know, I, through personal experience, feel that uh, whatever thoughts, whatever feelings you've had in the entire day, whether you're conscious about it, whether you're not really conscious about it, do reveal themselves, you know, uh, in your dreams. So, uh, for example, if I'm really bothered, I'm really worried about a test that's going to happen the next day. I feel somehow it it shows up in your dreams, okay? And uh, your dreams sort of give you a sneak peek into what could happen. Probably it's making you prepared with you know, the whole situation. I don't know what I don't know what that whole deal is, but dreams are very very mysterious. So if you look at it from Freud's perspective, he's actually written a book called uh, uh, Dream Interpretation, Interpretation of the Dreams. And he has uh, put up these various kinds of uh, symbols over there. So, he, you know, most of his, his symbols, if you really read the book, you'll realize that they're either sexual or aggressive in nature. Okay, so, you know, um, some of the common themes that he spoke about was that uh, if you dream of water, so, it it you know, someone pulling you out of water or you drowning in water or something, it has some maternal connection to it, you know. Your dreams are discussing something about your issues with your mother or your bond towards your mother or something. So, water was one thing, then, you know, falling, falling from a bridge, um, in a, you know, you being in a car without a driver, you know, that's how you don't have charge of your own life or something like that. So he has been able to pinpoint some aspects, but if you notice most of the symbols that he's sp- speaking about, maybe, you know, anything, anything like a stick or, or, you know, like a snake or something, he'll you know link it either to like the male uh, genitalia or, or the female one, or you know, something that's very sexual in nature or very dressed in nature. So I mean, it's a very detailed book and he's come up with a lot of symbols, but he did believe that a lot of these symbols uh, do uh, you know portray something that uh, is lacking in your life or it's, it's trying to convey something about your life i mean uh, you know dreams are something that are very mysterious um and uh, like i told you they talk about wish fulfillment so, you know i have been unsuccessful at something my dream will be that you know probably have succeeded in something that's my wish that's getting fulfilled not probably in your life but through my dreams something like that
0: right yeah, I mean, I have this very weird thing, like, in mm-hmm. the night, the last person who I talked to, <laughs> I end up getting dreams about yeah, that person, yeah. which is very That's weird. No events,
1: so, people oh, sort yeah. of linger around, and then, they you know, they show up in your dream. So people tend to have very bizarre dreams. I've heard a lot of people having very, very weird kinds of dreams. And I don't know. I mean, there's no science behind it. But if this guy has given some thought towards it, I mean, we can appreciate it to a large extent.
0: Tanisha, do you believe in dream analysis? Like, um, do you think that it Um exactly I exists? don't know
2: if I believe in it, but I think maybe, like, the, like, lots of us see very strange things in our dreams, which, like, make no sense if you think of it, like, just as it. Oh. So maybe the symbols do actually mean something. Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: My question. Um, yeah, okay. Uh so miss what are the therapies offered to uncover what is there in so uh, among a lot of times
1: um so obviously you know because it's the unconscious you're looking at uh, freud and you know psychodynamic uh, therapies and all so uh, a lot of uh, insight oriented or emotion focused or emotion uh, oriented kind of uh, therapies are offered where uh, your main aim is to let your uh, let let the patient know that uh, you you know there are these things in your unconscious that you're trying to repress uh, because there may be some consequences to it. Uh, you know uh, you're you're afraid of the consequences. Probably your society doesn't accept it, and how your attempt to repress this is showing up in other ways, like defense mechanisms. You know. Um, there are certain thoughts that are coming in your head. There are some things that you're repressing deep within you. You're afraid of the consequences. So you will probably, you know, uh, you'll displace it on someone, You know that anger will be lashed out on someone. Or you will be in some form of denial about the entire situation. Or you will use different kinds of defense mechanisms. So what is actually done in psychodynamic therapy is to make the patient aware that these are some of, the, some of your thoughts These are some of your emotions that you are trying to deeply repress within your unconscious. And only when you let them come out is where, you know, know, the only way you will be able to deal with life situations because otherwise you're just playing hide and seek and you're just trying to run away from the kind of feelings that you're having. So the main aim is to provide that insight to your patient and leave at that. You know, then don't make any attempts to do anything beyond that. The mere
2: awareness of whatever has been repressed will make a lot of things fall in place. Yeah. Um, so miss lastly do you believe that the unconscious exists? So Tanisha um, recent research has
1: suggested that there is something called the unconscious and they have been able to pinpoint it in terms of our brain as well but um, I mean, of course, it's a very mysterious thing, uh, you know, it, you know, science is something that would not agree with what Freud spoke about because, you know, science is all about proving things, you know, pinpointing, okay, this is what unconscious mm-hmm. is. But yes, if you really reflect back on some of your actions, sometimes the way you feel, sometimes the way you behave towards people, you will realize that, I don't know why did I do this. You can't find a reason. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot to do with some of the things that you're repressing deep within you. Within you, you know. Uh, if I have to repeat the example, sometimes you don't know why you don't want relationships. Sometimes you don't know why you want to stay away from them. But it may be something that has happened which you've repressed deep within yourself. So definitely, if you really think about it and you know think back at some of your behaviors, your actions, you will realize that there is something which you have not been able to explore and which needs to be explored. Yeah. And there have been a lot of, I mean, of of course, Freud's therapeutic interventions have got a lot of scientific backing and it takes years and years of experience to, uh, years and years of practice to gain that sort of experience. And they have been successful in finding out that, okay, once content in the unconscious is revealed, people have lived normal lives, where they've been able to come to terms with whatever they're hiding, whatever they're suppressing, and they've been able to remove those blocks and live normal lives. So I do believe that uh, you know there is something in the unconscious, but you know getting there is uh, something that would uh, require a lot of uh, practice and you know,
2: experience to really yeah, mm. get there. Right.
0: Oh,
2: I well, don't think i i do not know enough to like comment on this, but I think I agree with what Ms. Shroff said. <laughs> like what her points made a lot of sense. Hmm. What about you, Aman? Fair enough. Yeah, I
0: do believe it exists, mm-hmm. but then again I don't know enough to comment on it. Maybe sometime later, you know. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Oh any more no. questions, Sanisha? <laughs> you are you're the one um, with <laughs> any controversy questions. <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: forget uh, I'm still your
0: psychology teacher. Um